My name is Amanda Holmes, and I think we all need more poetry in our lives. It's great to hear from listeners about the poems that you'd like us to share and requests for your favourites. And one listener recently wrote in to thank me for reading Emily Dickinson, but also commented that he thought that my English accent was vaguely inappropriate for reading Emily Dickinson. And I suppose for purists that might be the case. But by that standard, my accent is going to be entirely off for reading Allen Ginsberg. But I'm going to do it anyway, because I think that my take on this will bring something new to the poem. And I think that we can all be enriched by trying on the voices of different poets from different places and paying attention to what we hear when we do that. So I'm reading another poem that was requested by a listener, Sunflower Sutra by the great beat poet Allen Ginsberg. And my reading will for sure be very different from Ginsberg's own reading of the poem. Sunflower Sutra by Allen Ginsberg I walked on the banks of the tin can banana dock and sat down under the huge shade of a Southern Pacific locomotive to look at the sunset over the box house hills and cry. Jack Kerouac sat beside me on a busted, rusty iron pole. Companion, we thought the same thoughts of the soul, bleak and blue and sad-eyed, surrounded by the gnarled steel roots of trees of machinery. The oily water on the river mirrored the red sky, sun sank on top of final Frisco peaks. No fish in that stream. No hermit in those mounts, just ourselves roomy-eyed and hung over like old bums on the riverbank, tired and wily. Look at the sunflower, he said. There was a dead grey shadow against the sky, big as a man, sitting dry on top of a pile of ancient sawdust. I rushed up enchanted. It was my first sunflower, memories of Blake, my visions, Harlem and hells of the eastern rivers, bridges clanking Joe's greasy sandwiches, dead baby carriages, black treadless tires forgotten and unretreaded, the poem of the riverbank, condoms and pots, steel knives, nothing stainless, only the dank muck and the razor-sharp artefacts passing into the past, and the grey sunflower poised against the sunset, crackly bleak and dusty with the smut and smog and smoke of olden locomotives in its eye, corolla of bleary spikes pushed down and broken like a battered crown, Seeds fallen out of its face, soon to be toothless mouth of sunny air, sun rays obliterated on its hairy head like a dried wire spider web. Leaves stuck out like arms out of the stem, gestures from the sawdust root, broke pieces of plaster fallen out of the black twigs, a dead fly in its ear. Unholy, battered old thing you were, my sunflower. Oh, my soul, I loved you then. 
The grime was no man's grime but death and human locomotives. All that dress of dust, that veil of darkened railroad skin, that smog of cheek, that eyelid of black misery, that sooty hand or phallus or protuberance of artificial worse than dirt, industrial, modern, all that civilization spotting your crazy golden crown. And those blear thoughts of death and dusty loveless eyes and ends and withered roots below in the home pile of sand and sawdust, rubber dollar bills, skin of machinery, the guts and innards of the weeping coughing car, the empty lonely tin cans with their rusty tongues alack. What more could I name? the smoky ashes of some cock cigar, the cunts of wheelbarrows and the milky breasts of cars, worn-out asses out of chairs and sphincters of dynamos, all these entangled in your mummied roots, and you there standing before me in the sunset, all your glory in your form. A perfect beauty of a sunflower. A perfect, excellent, lovely sunflower existence. A sweet, natural eye to the new hip moon, woke up alive and excited, grasping in the sunset shadow sunrise, golden monthly breeze. How many flies buzzed round you, innocent of your grime, while you cursed the heavens of the railroad and your flower soul? Poor dead flower, when did you forget you were a flower? When did you look at your skin and decide you were an impotent, dirty old locomotive? The ghost of a locomotive? The spectre and shade of a once powerful, mad American locomotive? You were never no locomotive, sunflower. You were a sunflower. And you, locomotive, you are a locomotive, forget me not. So I grabbed up the skeleton-thick sunflower and stuck it at my side like a scepter, and deliver my sermon to my soul, and Jack's soul too, and anyone who'll listen. We're not our skin of grime. We're not dread, bleak, dusty, imageless locomotives. We're golden sunflowers inside, blessed by our own seed and hairy, naked accomplishment, bodies growing into mad, black, formal sunflowers in the sunset, spied on by our own eyes, under the shadow of the mad, locomotive, riverbank, sunset, frisco, hilly, tin-can evening, sit-down vision. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or suggestions for poems you'd like me to read, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email at podcast at theamericanscholar.org or comment on our website, theamericanscholar.org.